have to believe that this, whatever this is, was subconscious at first and that you only recently became aware of it. Aware of what? Norma has a family! One that he has a family and he can't reach them because you won't let him reach them! I don't know what you're talking about! Stop lying to me! This, all of this, is for us. So let me handle it. What is outside of Westfield? You don't want to know, I promise you. You don't get to make that choice for me, Wanda! You've never talked to me like this before. Before what? Before what? I can't remember my life before Westview. I don't know who I am. I'm scared. Hello, Popheads! Welcome to issue 137 of the Tomcast Popcast, coming to you from a secret hedge, hedge maze, hedgerow, in the town of Westview, New Jersey. My name is Tom. Thank you so much for listening to this quality, independent pop culture podcast. Please make sure you're following us on social media. We are at Tomcast Popcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show TomcastPopcast at gmail.com. If you are listening to this on the Apple Podcast, make sure you're subscribing, you're sharing, you're liking it with your friends, and I think you can do that on all the Apple on all the podcasting platforms that are out there. Remember, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and so many, many more. How is everyone doing? How are you all doing? What a what a doozy of a of a of a episode to talk to you guys about today. That's right. We're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into episode five of One Division. And uh, let's, let's listen. Let's let's be perfectly honest. Uh, we're going to spoil it. So <laughs> the, the the episode of One Division was titled "On a Very Special Episode," and uh, this is a very special spoilery episode of the Tomcast Popcast. So get ready for that. Uh, yeah, and I wanted to put that on front street for everyone. If if you are not caught up for some reason, if you have not uh, sunk your teeth into the latest episode of One Division, uh, now is the time to do it. Uh, pause this recording. Pause this podcast. Go check out episode five of WandaVision because uh, much like, you know, I, th- I think we talked about how, uh, last week how, you know, episode four was a really big episode with big, big uh, consequences, and repercussions for the future of the series. And, and uh, the same hyperbole can be applied to the new episode this week, uh, episode five, something of a game changer uh, as, as, as uh, the, 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 the jaws of the collective masses hit the floor at the same time. Well, maybe not at the same time, you know, who knows when you're streaming it. So get ready. That is the bulk of our conversation today. Episode 5 of WandaVision. But before we get into it, let's let's thank the, the, the dear sweet members of Pophead Nation, which you can become one if you want to head over to patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast. You can join Pophead Nation and gain access to super sweet bonus content, and you will have my eternal gratitude, which is also very, very nice. Thank you to our current Patreons, the... Athanel Chody, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Niel, co-host of The Ringing Ear, a great music podcast where Jeff talks about music. Surprise, surprise. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles, the Squidmaster General, Mr. Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wagamer, and our very own Joker and Harley Quinn, Brian and Krista of Pariah Brewing, right here in San Diego. So glad to have everyone on board, and thank you all for the support. 
Remember, we are part of the we are part of the Three BZ Network of podcasts. Head over to threebzine.com. You will be able to find links to all the shows in the network. That includes Beer Night in San Diego, this fine show, the Tomcast Popcast, and our Star Wars centric, Mandalorian specific, Mandovision podcast. That's always been a lot of fun. So head over, check those store, uh, check those shows out. You can also head over to our, our uh, store envy page where you can buy sweet merch with my face on it because gosh, who does who doesn't want my face on your shirt year round? I don't know. I don't know at all. All right. So yes, we will be joining up with Roger. There may be some new stuff to get into too, but we're mainly here to talk about WandaVision. So get ready. Uh, you know what you have to do. So let's just do it. Sit down, buckle up, hold on to your butts and buckle up again. Let's go. Long lost bro get to squeeze his stinking sister to death or what? She recast Pietro? Hey, all right. Joining me via Skype once again, the man, the myth, the Mandalorian. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Roger Smith is here, a.k.a. Jedi Raj. How are you doing, my friend? It's good to see you. Hey, man. Uh, You know, I'm doing great. Uh, You know, just chilling, just got off work, took a little quick shower, and uh, ready to podcast. Excellent news. Uh, Always good to come to a podcast freshly showered. I recommend it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You want to be fresh and clean before you get into the dirt. Yeah, it's very true. I don't want you to smell me over the webcam. (laughs) Before before we get started, um, (laughs) it's going to be story time for a moment. Because Roger has something to share with our wonderful uh, listening audience out there. Um, last week, the show got a little weird <laughs> towards the end, maybe. And maybe, maybe that carried through on the audio. Like, I mean, I know what happened. <laughs> but maybe the audience was, is kind of wondering, like, oh, it, this is a little strange at the end. Raj, do you, do you care to illuminate on what, what happened? Yeah, so, uh, you know, sometimes before the uh, the podcast, I decide... Uh, probably going to have to wait a little bit. You know, it's been a while since lunch, so I kind of have a little snack here and there. Mm-hmm. Reasonable. Uh, my wife uh, gave me some, uh, these little muffins that her sister actually made. So she's like, oh, here, you should take these with you. So, I'm, you know, before the before the podcast, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just going to snack on one of these guys. You know, it should hold me over until after the podcast to eat, you know. So I have one of those, and, you know, we start getting into the podcast, and Maybe about halfway through, I kind of start feeling a little lightheaded, a little strange. And I'm like, that's kind of weird. I I wonder why I'm feeling this way. And then it starts getting to the point, like, where I'm just, like, tilting my head and it kind of, like, feels really heavy. And I'm like, oh, man, I hope I'm not, like, getting sick or something. (laughs) And, you know, know, after we wrapped up the podcast, you and I were talking for a bit. And, you know, I was telling you, yeah, you know, I think I'm going to lie down. I'm feeling kind of lightheaded. So... You know, I'm thinking maybe I have low blood sugar or something. Uh, I grab another muffin just to see if the sugar will help me out. <laughs> and I try to try to sleep for a bit, and I keep getting, like, shook out of it. Like, that feeling like you're about to faint or something, or that if you fall asleep, you're not going to wake up. <laughs> so I was just getting, like, super weird, super paranoid. I was, like, just <laughs> thinking all this random stuff in my head. And then, like, I went to go tell my brother, you know, he was here. I'm like, oh, man, you know, I'm not feeling too good. I might have to go to the urgent care or something. Something's wrong. You know, I was just, like, really pale and shaky, and I didn't know what the heck was going on. So, you know, I managed to, like, start, like, feeling better, and I kind of just sleep it off. I slept from, like, 
must have been like 6.30 to 7 until 7 the next morning. (laughs) So I had a full solid 12 hours of sleep at least. (laughs) So I'm talking to my wife the next day. And, you know, she's asking me, you know, like, you think everything's okay? You know, did you eat anything weird? Did you take anything weird? I'm like, no, you know, I haven't haven't drank. I was, you know, just just chilling, you know, nothing out of the ordinary. And then I joked around with her and said, unless the muffins were special. And then there was just a silence. And then she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so it turns out the muffins that she got from her sister were actually special muffins <laughs> that she had forgot because when she picked them up from her, she was coming back from a, a hangout with her friends where she had a few drinks. So her sister told her, but she forgot. And then she gave the whole little bag to me to, you know, snack on for the week. So, yeah, basically, last podcast, I was extremely high. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if, if, if anyone noticed, like, Roger be like, yeah, man, a lot. <laughs> that might be why. <laughs> yeah, I, I swear it was like towards the end of it, I'm like, I started getting in my own head, too, because I started realizing that you would say something and it would like almost just slip my mind entirely after you said it. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> so there was just a lot of like just slow agreement to what you were saying for the most part. <laughs> and just kind of hoping that I would kind of feel better, but uh, not so much. <laughs> so I, I will be perfectly honest before I, before we move on and, and get into the show and everything like that. Uh, the, the, the story tickles me. It delights me to no end. It's so funny. Uh, but the best part, and <laughs> I'll cut this out if you want, Raj, but this is the second time this has happened to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, uh, you know, I just have bad luck with special anything. You're just, you're so excited for like a, like a little brownie or a little muffin treat, you know, you don't, you know, you just dive in. Next thing you know, <laughs> you're high as a kite and have no idea. Yeah, well, the first time I underestimated the potency, <laughs> this time I had no idea. <laughs> so I'm just glad I ha- only had two. I can't imagine if I had more than that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I didn't know I was doing a, doing a doing a show with like San Diego's version of Kevin Smith. That was exciting. <laughs> you know, I was trying to give you a taste of that Batman on Batman. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, today, if, if the show feels a little bit off, uh, it's because well, it's both our own faults because we're having beers today, right? Yeah, there we go. We're both this back on the beer bus. More, <laughs> a little more maintainable on my end, yeah. Uh, what do you got today, my friend? I'm doing the old faithful. I'm hitting some dank drink today. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's, uh, a fresh batch. I kind of took a, a week off of drinking to kind of rehydrate my system. And uh, this is just a solid one to come back to. So great way to start it off. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. Big fan of, of the dank drink, of the pariah. I mean, oh, yes. you are like, I mean, you're basically their mascot, though. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I should just start wearing a prince outfit and just go, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think you need to you know when you're obviously you know you don't want to quit your job or anything, but I, I think when you're not uh, at your job and and you know once San Diego's open again, like you should be like the official greeter at Pariah. I totally should. I I got the jacket, I got the hat, yeah. you know, I got plenty of shirts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you, I mean, you know the beer better than anybody. <laughs> yeah next to brian maybe i think i think we gotta get you a, like a special pariah name tag <laughs> or just a, sh- a pariah shirt that says hi my name is my name is uh raj 
<laughs> that would be awesome. And then speaking of them, too, this weekend is their anniversary on Saturday. So shout outs to them for that. Definitely. Really exciting. I'm really happy for them. I'm, you know, obviously it sucks to have to have an anniversary during all, all this stuff. But yeah. there there is uh, some limited outdoor service happening around San Diego. So, uh, you know, always we always uh, want to support local. And, and, you know, if we can do so in a safe, responsible manner, let's get, let's get out there and be safe and responsible and enjoy some tasty, tasty beers. Oh, yeah. So I'll definitely be there if anyone wants to come by and say hi. I will say hi from six feet away. Yeah. This, this, <laughs> dude, this is like your audition for the greeter position. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, today I'm having something from the uh, Los Angeles area. And uh, this is a, a brewery that I think I've had them on the show before. Uh, but they have been uh, just kind of – they've really ratcheted up their game recently, I think. And and they're distributing more down here too, which is really, really nice. And I'm referring to a Smog City Brewing Company. Oh, very nice. Uh, and today I'm having what they got with a, a lovely West Coast IPA that they call Quarantine Machine. <laughs> very nice. Because how could I resist that name? <laughs> That's cool. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, let's see, I said West Coast IPA. It's packed up with a Simcoe, Laurel, and Mosaic. And it comes in at my favorite alcohol percentage, which is 6.6. And I always like to imagine there's that third six on the end. <laughs> you know, I think there's, it's probably there, at least in spirit. Uh, at least in spirit. And in, in my mind, for sure. <laughs> so yeah, if if the if the show goes off the rails, it's definitely our own faults today. Don't worry about that. We'll we'll, we'll take full responsibility for that. <laughs> oh yeah, no Smog City, they're pretty good. I remember going up there uh, when I went up to L.A. Per your suggestion, actually, uh, I was close by, hitting up a couple of the breweries that are kind of in that area, and we ended up. I think Smog City was our last one. Cool little spot there. Have a bunch of really good beers. Yeah, I, re- I remember my first time there. I mean, if, God, it was a million years ago now at this point. But, I mean, I was just uh, stuck in, in traffic on the 405. And I just, like, yep. Googled what the hell I was close to. So I could get off the freeway and do something else in my life. <laughs> and, yeah, I was just down the street from them. So I was like, perfect, let's go there. And I hit a couple other small locations around there, too. But Smog City was my favorite for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely the uh, the underdog in that area. I think they're close to Monkish, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think that's that's we went from one to the other, and I think Phantom Carriage is not too far from there either. Right. So we definitely hit up the three of those. Yeah, you know it's it's funny. I, I everyone's could probably get, get on the damn show already, but I <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was so long ago that I, that I was up there that Phantom Carriage was still relatively new. Yeah. And Monkish was still known for doing Belgians. Oh wow! <laughs> and not like hazy hazy IPAs. <laughs> That's so, crazy. So yeah, a long time ago. Oh yeah, <laughs> probably probably a bit overdue for a uh, re, a, a new visit. Yeah, once this is all over, definitely for sure. All right. Well, listen. Let let we got a we got a show to get into. We can talk about beer all day. <laughs> and uh, you know, if, if you want if you want more beer talk, uh, you know, beer night in San Diego. That is the podcast for you. That'll that'll give you all the beer you can handle. But, oh, yes. but this is the Tomcast podcast, the, the, the pop culture podcast of the 3BZ Network, and, and we have big things to talk about, right, Raj? Oh, yeah. All right, so l- l- listen, let's do it right now. Let's get it out of the way, okay? Ready? <laughs> oh, yes. We're at Red Alert. We are at Red Alert. Shields are up. The spoilers will be coming fast and furious, and you have officially been warned, okay? <laughs> I, you know... I don't know what to tell people. Like, yeah, we're getting into it. You, you, we can't talk about this episode of the show and be spoiler free. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it would be a disservice. A disservice and an insult to our wonderful listening audience. They want to hear the, <laughs> the our juicy, drippy opinions for some reason. 
<laughs> they want to know what we think. <laughs> so I'm gonna turn it. I'm gonna turn it over to you, Raj. Uh, what did you think of this episode, man? And and don't don't pull back. You know, get into it. <laughs> you know, I really enjoyed it. Uh, definitely, there were a lot of twists and turns. It it was kind of a it was a nice mixture of the formulas that we've been seeing. You know, I felt like uh, episode uh, four was it or we're on five, right? We're yeah. talking about five? yeah. Okay. This, this was five. Yeah, I was. Yeah, okay. They, they all kind of blend together now because yeah, I no saw worries. them all together. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so you know, we had episode four that was very much like the real world. What's going on? You know, on our end. And, uh, and then this one kind of came back to a little more of the, you know, sitcom, the 80s, uh, the kind of Growing Pains-esque. Yeah, Growing Pains, Family Ties, those are, those are like my big obvious reference points. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of along those lines. And then uh, then we have kind of the, the cuts to the real world, what's happening there. And, you know, we're the, the, the trio of awesome is uh, basically finding out new things. And, you know, there was just a lot of really cool stuff that was going on in the episode. A lot of a lot of cool ideas that they were hashing out to try to get into, you know, the hex as it's uh, going to be called. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I enjoyed the episode a lot for sure. What about... Um... Yeah, I, th- I think I agree with you in, 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 in a lot of senses. This 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 episode was far more balanced as far as the sitcom world of the Hex, like you said, and and sort of like our main MCU storyline with with Darcy and and Monica and and Jimmy, and yeah, uh, you know, I really really liked it. And you know, for the first time though, I mean, we got, we got little flashes of it in previous episodes, but we get like a, a version of, of Wanda that we've not seen before on the show, you know, like, yeah. do not mess with me. I'm not effing around. You know, Wanda, the Scarlet, Witch, Maximoff doing some damage to people. And, yeah. and, uh, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll get into it some more, but yeah, I, I loved that. I love that, that the, the confrontation scene, obviously where she comes out of the hex with the, you know, dragging the drone behind her and, you yeah. know, and then, you know, everyone has their guns trained on her. And then just being a total badass about it, because again, <laughs> yep. we're seeing, you know we're starting to see this Wanda that we've never seen before, and, and the links she'll go to protect this world and th- that we assume she's created. Mm-hmm. But I think it's fair to say that you know we 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 started we've started to definitely have more questions than answers at this point about about this world. Yeah, and if she's the one actually controlling everything, I, I think there's a lot of really good questions about that that we can get into. Yeah, uh, and then obviously you have. Uh, vision and his sort of realization that uh, this is not a real reality. This is this is some kind of construct, and that these people are being held here against their will. And and then obviously you have the uh, the issues with uh, with with the with the twins. Yeah, you know, and 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 like they're 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 self aging. The, 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 the and you know Wanda using her powers in, in front of everybody now. And it's it's you know it's kind of like I, I think we're starting to see like the 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 wheels coming off the wagon here, as yeah. as far as that goes. Like it's no longer a secret to to uh you know keep your powers under wrap and and you know like they said the twins just age overnight and no one seems to say anything about it. Mm-hmm. But then you also have the moment with uh with with uh, Catherine Hahn's character, who you know stops mid scene because he wants to know if they want to take it again and do it again. <laughs> you know, so it's, it gets all kind of meta too. Yeah, uh, yeah, I man, and then obviously the end. Let, let I me mean, let's just put it out there. 
uh, Marvel really fucked up. They they cast the wrong Quicksilver. They can't even keep their Quicksilver straight. Like, yeah, they totally messed up. Like, like what are they doing? Like, did they not watch Age of Ultron? Did they did they get this wrong? I mean, come on, bunch of fucking dummies. <laughs> I can totally see it. They're you know at the office calling up whoever they wanted in the show. It's like, oh, we need the uh, actor for Quicksilver, and some intern is just like, oh, okay, only knowing the X Men movies. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's from the Fox division. Get him out of here. <laughs> no, obviously, I mean the the you know the 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 kind of way they psych us out. They make they they definitely make us believe that we're getting the uh, the Aaron Taylor Johnson Quicksilver from Age of Ultron. They they yeah. you know they kind of do that shot from behind where you see like the the hair is kind of uh-huh. in that style. And then obviously the big reveal of of uh <clears throat> Evan Peters, his Quicksilver <laughs> from the X-Men. Yep. I mean, my jaw was on the floor. <laughs> yeah, you know, and this kind of has a lot of implications if we're going forward from here. I mean, well, I mean, let, let's talk about it. Like, what? I mean, what? What do you think's happening? Is this just like the multiverse cracking, or is this going to be the the incorporation of the X Men in, in this way to the MCU? Like, what? What's happening? You know, I it definitely could be. That's that's one of the, the things I was thinking of. You know, one of my running theories is that. You know, I think we talked about it on some of the previous podcasts that this show could be what causes the multiverse splits and merges and all this stuff going on. And along those lines, this could be the way that, you know, X-Men, the franchise gets kind of merged into the, you know, MCU. So, you know, now that everything is owned by the same company, we're just kind of waiting for the X-Men to show up in the MCU. And this could very well be the, the first signs of that. You know, if it's not just like a kind of a cheeky cameo, uh, then this could very well have some significance. So that's going to be pretty cool if that's the path they take. Yeah. I mean, I mean obviously I'm very intrigued. Uh, I, I think the majority of us uh, know that this show is going to kind of sort of lead into Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness. Yeah. So I, I I'm more willing to to buy into this is this is a multiverse thing. Yeah. That this is some kind of bleed through. Something's happening. Uh, I I I definitely now ha- now have more questions about Wanda being the one pulling the strings in this in this hex as it were, yeah. uh, because she seemed more surprised than anyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially towards the end where she was saying like I didn't do this. Yeah, you know, this was me this time. You yeah, know, kind of like <clears throat> there there could be something pulling the strings, either that or she's starting to have some sort of weird subconscious interaction with things yeah. that not even she's aware of anymore. Subconscious manifestations or I mean, they could yeah. even be going for some kind of I, I, I feel like this is a very far fetched idea, but I mean, they could even be like trying to do like some sort of there's like split personalities or, or there's multiple versions of Wanda now in one place from the multiverse. Uh, you know, yeah. there's a, there's a lot of different directions that they could take this and go in some crazy, crazy places with. Yeah, definitely. So it's it's kind of uh, exciting that we're at the forefront of something something potentially big here. Yeah, and I, I lean towards it being a multiversal sort of thing because I I, I don't think they're going to incorporate th- those X Men movies. Like, I mean, let's be honest. I think there's more bad ones than good ones at this point. So sure. So so why try to fit them into the universe somehow? You know, mm-hmm. we'll 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 introduce mutants in whatever fashion they've they've decided to do it. Yeah. But, but this is sort of like our our uh, 
like I think you said it, like it's almost like an entry point in, in a way of like the world of mutants might kind of bleed through here, and that will be what sparks the uh, the X gene in a mm-hmm. segment of the population, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely a possibility. You know, it could be also it could just kind of be a way for them to pick and choose who they want from the you know who they thought was successful in the X Men movies, you know, as actors or in a certain role. And kind of just bring them over without having to worry about, okay, we need all of these characters to now be in the MCU. It can kind of be like, well, we're going to pick and choose who we like. And maybe different actors are going to play different X-Men now. So, you know, they, they could go a hundred different ways. And it's pretty cool that they have that kind of range to do this now. Yeah. And I, I think you're right. And I think this is, uh, this is part of the fun of this, this multiverse of madness that we're kind of being teased with. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I mean, you know, we've talked about it. The the all the all the all the big rumors and and uh, you know supposed castings of you know previous iterations of Spider Man that are going to show up in Spider Man three. Yeah. So I I love that the, that Marvel's going to embrace the the Fox and the Sony stuff uh, into a multiverse. But I, I you know I don't see they're because they're doing because of that they don't need to shoehorn you know this other stuff into <clears throat> their into their canon into into their lore. There, there's, sure. definitely, there's definitely a more seamless way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Like I was saying, they, they could just easily kind of take what they like, take what worked, and kind of just overwrite what they didn't. So Yeah. Well, and, you know, and they're going to want their own people. They're going to want their, their own new version of Wolverine and their own new version of Professor X. And, you know, yeah. and that, obviously I don't mean that as a slight to, to Hugh Jackman or Patrick Stewart you know, or James McAvoy, but, mm-hmm. uh, but obviously like, like Kevin Feige and the, and, the, and the head honchos at Marvel, they have a plan. And they bring yeah. actors in uh, with with uh, with intention, you know. Sure. Like there's 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 a plan for that character, and it's like, do you want to come along for the ride? <laughs> it's, <laughs> sure. It's, yeah. It's not just this. Uh, uh, it's not just an acting job to to, you know. It's like oh, you know, we need a Wolverine because Wolverine's a big money, and that's blah blah blah. Like they, I don't think that's how Marvel thinks about these things. It's like yeah, Wolverine's a big deal, but Wolverine's mm-hmm. going to be involved in like three X Men movies. And possibly three solo movies. He needs to be somebody who's going to stick around and be what the audience wants. Sure. Yeah. No, that's a good point. So I don't. Uh, obviously, I'm excited about the possibilities, the potential, but we know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but we. Okay, so we did kind of uh, talk about it a little bit. We, we did kind of hint that there does seem to be something else going on, on mm-hmm. uh, you know, in 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 the world of the hex. That yeah. maybe it's not all Wanda's doing. Obviously, she yeah. has a lot to say about what's going on and what's happening. Mm-hmm. But we don't know if, if she's the one holding everyone hostage in there, basically. And yeah. there seems to be some information Im- implying that she doesn't think that's the case, that she's not aware of these things occurring. Mm-hmm. And unless Wanda's going full tilt villain here, I, yeah. I would, I would be, I would I would find it hard to believe that she would willingly inflict pain on these people to kind of you know live her delusions in, mm. in a world of pain. Yeah, that that doesn't seem like I said unless they're just going for the the full tilt heel turn, making her a straight up villain. Yeah, who doesn't care about other people's feelings? Uh, I I I don't know. What do, what do you think? You know, I guess it's it's possible, but um, <clears throat> it does seem like there's kind of some underlying things going on. I know one of the things that kind of uh, points me to that are like the, the commercials mm-hmm. in each of the, you know, sitcom episodes all kind of have reference to something. I don't know if you, if you, uh, 
what was the last one? Was it like Lagos or something? Lagos like, paper towels to clean up your your messes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Does, does that have any significance that you're aware of, Lagos? La, La, uh, Lagos is is where it's the start of uh, of uh, Captain America: Civil War when uh, uh, Scarlet Witch blows up that that building, right? With the Black Panther's dad in it. Oh, is that where they were? I believe so. Okay. Okay. So yeah, then it then it is it does seem to be a bunch of subconscious things that she would know of or things that had some sort of significance to her. You know, we'd seen Hydra, we'd seen Stark, you know. So yeah, it seems like there's definitely something going on. I I kind of want to believe that it's some sort of mind control or something else is going on here. I, I kind of don't want it to be that she just turned evil because I really like her as a character and for her to just like turn full dark side seems, I don't know, kind of extreme, but uh, I, I guess it's possible, you know, it just seems weird, you know, cause it's like, if you think about it in the timeline of everything, I mean, Everybody lost somebody after, you know, Infinity War. You know, it's like a lot of people lost a lot of good things. And you know, we, we did kind of see some extreme actions, like from Hawkeye becoming Ronin, you know, mm-hmm. kind of going a little more dark path there. But I don't think we saw anybody just go full, you know, not give a fuck of anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it does seem a little weird. I want to say that there's something else going on, but it, it's it's hard to say. Yeah, I, I definitely uh, I'll I'll plant my flag in the camp that I don't I, that I, there's something else going on. I don't think Wanda's going to come out as the big bad in this. Yeah, mm-hmm. because the, you know when I thought back about it, because it definitely seemed to be pointing us in that direction, and yeah. they seem to want us to think that, and they seem to want us to know that Vision's thinking that way, too. Mm-hmm. But I can't help but thinking uh, of everything else that came up with that character in the other films. And, and yeah. you know, her desire to do good and to protect people and, and, and stuff like that. I don't yeah. feel like she could just... Because of the, the, the death of Vision, I don't feel like all of a sudden that goes out the window and she'll just do whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It just it seems almost shallow uh, compared to, like the character growth that we've seen for her, you know? Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. We only saw it through the security cam footage, but, I mean, she was pretty badass when she was uh, ripping in that sword, the sword facility to, to get Vision's body out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I don't think she was, I don't think she was like, she was like cutting people in half and throwing them through windows or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not. She didn't really have to. Yeah, so I, I, I do think there's something else going on there. There's more to to the hex and, and to what's going on and, and why the people are being held there against their will and mm-hmm. maybe even, even uh, like why certain people are there. Yeah, I do think there is more to it than that. Uh, I do want to go on the record as saying that I I hope it's not Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> as excited as as I would be to see Mephisto introduced to the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, because I, I I dig that character in the comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for anyone uh, not super familiar, Mephisto is basically just the devil. Yeah, it's it's Marvel's version of Satan. <laughs> yep. Um, and, and he definitely has a place in the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But I, I'm also concerned because sometimes using that character allows you to cheat a little bit. Yeah. You know, when, when she, once you introduce the devil, I mean, like all bets are off. Like anything can happen at that point. 
Yeah, yeah. Once you start getting into the supernatural, it's kind of like, oh yeah, well, whatever goes, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, we're 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 getting introduced to that supernatural world via like Doctor Strange, and and you know, the new Blade movie uh, has a has a screenwriter now, so Blade's coming forward, and uh, there's always plans for Ghost Rider, apparently. So <laughs> you yeah, know, it's, we'll see. So I mean, we're gonna get. I think we're gonna get to Mephisto eventually. I'm just not sure we do it right now. I know a lot of comic book fans. Obviously, the reference point is the old vision scarlet witch comic book from like you know the 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 mid 80s where where mephisto plays a bigger role mm-hmm. but but obviously uh that's a comic book this is a tv show <laughs> there is a difference you know and in marvel rarely does a straight adaptation of anything anyways yeah that's true i don't know i i, I said i just want to kind of put my flag down that uh i hope it's not lucifer or lucifer i hope it's not mephisto yeah i i, I hope there's something else going on that um like I said, I think Mephisto is just kind of a cheat in, in, in a lot of senses. I'd like to see it to be something a little bit more uh, sinister, a little bit more uh, menacing than just, oh, the devil's here now in the Marvel Universe and he's <laughs> making all these crazy things happen. Yeah, no, that's true. Because, okay, so one thing I was curious about is, uh, you know, when Vision uh, basically goes to the one guy and kind of has him free-minded for a second yeah yeah to just say he never specifically says wanda's doing it right i think she says, he says she he huh? should, i think he i think he just says she which yeah is, right could imply so a lot I'm of things is there any other female villains that would have the power of mind control um related to wanda invasion that you know of well, the, I mean, the big rumor is that is that Catherine Hahn's character uh, Agnes is actually Agatha Harkness, uh-huh. who is another, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, a, a, a witch in in the Marvel oh. universe who helped raise uh, uh, Wanda and, and Pietro on uh, Wondagore Mountain, and mm. and so, I mean, that's been a big rumor. Okay, and that, I mean that's a possibility. I I don't, I don't want to rule it out that there's there's, there's another character with ties to them. Uh, yeah. But there's also the, the, the theory going around, too, uh, that in those commercials, it's always the same man and the same woman. And, yeah. And that that is actually going to – will be revealed to be uh, Pietro's and, and Wanda's parents. Mm, interesting. So there there may be some more backstory with them that we don't know yet that we might get into at some point. Yeah. I, you know, obviously, the, 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 the biggest part of the story, the exciting part of the story, well, exciting is maybe not the right word, but I mean, we're, we're de- you know, with Wanda, we're dealing with a character going through a tremendous amount of grief and, and, and the processing, processing of her grief for, for the Vision's death uh, yeah. in, in, in Infinity War. And it was interesting to watch the way that plays out as she's trying to teach her children about death when, that, when, when their dog dies at yeah. the, towards the tail end of the episode. And and sort of like the the, the realization, it, it, maybe the the dawning of the realization that maybe what Wanda's trying to do here isn't the best way. Yeah, sure. But yeah, I mean, there's there's so much to kind of uh, uh, speculate about. I mean, that's all we can do is speculate, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, yeah, not a lot is clear. We I think we have more questions now than answers, to be honest. Yeah, and and I'm I'm okay with it because it's the the show is now officially giving me enough to just be like. Oh my God, I have to see what happens next. <laughs> yeah. I think after, you know, episode four and five, it's like, if you weren't invested already, you're a hundred percent in now. Yeah. If you're still kind of like, you know, tiptoeing around it, like, like, I don't know what's going on, then come on, come on. What are you doing? <laughs> we don't have time for this monkey business. Let's just get, you know, just, just sit on your couch and watch the show. Stop playing around. Yeah. 
<laughs> Stop playing around. Oh, yeah. You're already paying for Disney Plus. Just watch it. Yeah, it's basically free at this point. Yeah, I, you know, it, it's it's such a funny show too. I was I was talking with with my friend with one of my friends this morning uh, mm-hmm. about the show, and you know, uh, I really I'm really enjoying it. I'm I'm enjoying us having these conversations about it, where where we kind of get to speculate and stuff like that. Yeah. But one of the one of the aspects of fandom that is is sort of beginning to drive me crazy, uh, I have noticed on this show a ton, and that What's is that? the over examination of every single line of dialogue <laughs> like no this sentence means this and it's like oh god just stop can't they just say something without having to mean a thousand different things you know, <laughs> these guys all took their uh, 11th grade english teachers to heart when examining poetry well right i mean like there's that offhanded remark of, about like an astrophysicist um uh-huh. and everyone's like that means reed richards i'm like does it though <laughs> that's kind of a stretch oh oh did you do that on purpose no actually <laughs> that was a good pun roger i like that yeah it just came naturally <laughs> and for like, again for this for some reason this show uh is, is thriving on, on people looking for clues in every aspect of it you know whether it's combing through uh you know the, the quote-unquote credits when the when the when wanda's sitcom ends and, and looking for names that mean something yeah, and, and you know what? There, there's part of me that's like, you know what? That's that's fun, and and you know, I'm glad people are are that into it. Sure, but I also feel like you know, I, I feel like maybe they're building too much up in in their minds, and they might be let down if none of these things come to fruition. <laughs> that's possible, you know. I I've just always been in the camp of not really wanting to overanalyze what might happen, or like it kind of goes along those the spoiler territory. I mean, if if you're right. Does it make you feel any better? You know, like it, it, you kind of took the surprise away from yourself. You know. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Um, it, it's it's still, yeah, it's it's for me. It's it's just fun to watch, mm-hmm. and then you know, experiencing uh, the moments as they happen, and and kind of having that that emotional reaction, that emotional connection to everything, and mm-hmm. then then and then the real fun comes in when you go back <laughs> and you watch it again, and yeah. then you know, and that's when you see where the dots connect and, 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 you know, you kind of see how they planted things and, and set things up. If it's, if it's a well done show. Sure. Yeah. So, sometimes you just expose the fact that they didn't know what the hell they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> they were just playing it off the cuff. Yeah, exactly. Which, you know, I mean, I mean, there's plenty to be said about that too, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just a, a little worn out <laughs> with, <laughs> you know, so much over anal- over analysis of everything. Yeah, I mean, the the guys that do that are, are the same kids that would, you know, shake the, the present box under the Christmas tree, <laughs> trying to figure out what's in there. It's like, you know, you can do that all you want, but until you see it, you know, it's not going to change very much. You're right. Right, right, right. And, you know, I, for me, I, you know, I don't, again, like I said, I, I consume my entertainment a little bit more, uh, I don't know, old-fashioned, I suppose. Um, <laughs> And plus, I just I just don't have that much free time. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. So I'm I'm willing to let my entertainment come to me. And 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 again, for me, that's that's the fun of watching it is 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 having that emotional experience when they want me to have it, not sure. because I was in a Reddit sub a subreddit and and we, <laughs> uh, you know 25 of us all theorized the same thing. <laughs> I mean, you know, if if that's what you want to do and that makes you happy, you know, go for it. A hundred percent. I'm but just saying. Know, for me, I just do. Th- I just enjoy TV differently. But if, yeah. I, it, but it is it is exciting to see people that passionate about it, that fired up. So sure. I, I'm not trying to knock it. 
I'm just trying to say yeah. that I am I am different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're a little uh, old school in that regard. I, I, am, like I am definitely old school. Shows to come, you know, <laughs> weekly, an hour at a time. Give me time to process it. Give me time to talk about it. Good to go. I'm not a I'm not a huge binger. I don't have time for it. You know. You know, I I, I, I am not a a, a a crazy bingy person. I I, I have a hard time sitting that, sitting that still. Sure. <laughs> So yeah. that's been my issue with, with binging. Uh, plus, I often uh, work when these things are dropped. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm usually one of the one I, I'm usually towards the, the latter half of people who watch the shows. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the nice part about these, these being episodic is that I'm able to keep up uh, uh-huh. much more regularly than I would have otherwise. Sure. And, you know, that that's a hard thing. Uh, for some people to, to uh, handle. I know some people are very annoyed that Disney <laughs> Plus has done like this weekly formatting situation. Uh, but, I, it, you know, it's really grown on me. Yeah. Yeah, same here. You know, uh, like I said, it, it reminds me of the old days when we, you know, used to look forward to something every week, you know, a, a program that we were into. And, you know, we're, we were into the weekly syndicated stuff. It was yeah. fun. But, uh you know, we're, we're in a society now that's kind of a little more instant gratification on sure, everything, sure. short attention span. And the fact that, you know, this this uh, way of putting out the media is actually working is kind of a testament to how gripping the material is, you know? Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, also from, from Marvel and Disney's perspective, too, you got you to gotta imagine uh, how much better is it that you get to control the narrative on social media for multiple weeks mm. because you're, you, you drop these episodes Friday and you basically yeah. control social media Friday, Saturday, Sunday into Monday, basically. Uh-huh. Um, as opposed to like, if you just dropped it on, 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 a, you know, every episode on one day, you mm. might control one weekend. Sure. But now, I mean, now we're talking about a show that's been, you know, buzzing along for four weeks now. Oh yeah. And, and that, that, uh, that doesn't hurt the, I, I'm imagining that doesn't hurt their bottom line to have, have that be the case. Yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely an argument to be made that, uh, you know, it might be a monetary thing to keep people invested in the service. But, I mean, besides that, I think it just makes more sense to me. I mean, I, I, I it could just be that I just don't understand the binging mentality, um, which is completely fair. I know plenty of people just can sit through you know, any given form of media and just crush it in a day, you know, yeah. get through episodes or chapters or whatever else. Uh, it's not, it's, it's not me. <laughs> I like to, to space out my stuff, even video games. You know, I, I can't just sit there and play it, you know, like I used to as a kid, just for hours on end. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'll get a couple hours and I'll be like, it's a good stopping point. I like, I like what I've consumed so far, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll spread it out. Well, I, I've also noticed too. At, at a certain point, when I, you know, when I when I have watched three or four episodes of something in a row, at some point, like I kind of my my, my mind kind of uh, kind of glazes over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. And yeah. I like I'm like I'm watching it, but I'm not really watching it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that's when I have to be like, okay, I got to stop now because I I'm I'm seeing everything, but I'm not really processing everything. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that that's me, and I you know I like to to watch these shows. You know, like I said, one or two at a time is fine. I might even do three if I'm really enjoying it. But then I kind of want to stop and digest what I just saw, and 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 let it kind of turn around in my head like a like like a like a newly formed butter. You know. (laughs) 
<laughs> for sure. Yeah, I don't think we're at that uh, Back to the Future 2 future yet where we got, you know, 50 screens on the wall with a bunch of different channels just consuming everything at once. Although it does feel like we're going in that direction. You know, I don't know. I was th- I was talking about this with my wife recently. I was like, hey, you remember Picture in Picture? Boy, did that suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. I mean, what, what, come on, I just lost a quarter of the screen. Well, not quite a quarter, but I mean, I, I'm losing like 33% of the screen. Yeah. <laughs> just just so I have a little bubble over here of something else I'm not really watching anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's definitely that uh, that mentality that, you know, maybe we weren't really consuming that much. If you're doing like multiple things, you might not really care that much about either. <laughs> no, and I'll, I'll never convince my wife that I need multiple TVs in one room. So <laughs> no, no one come to me with, with, with like the multi-screen argument too. I know I know people do that and I, most of them are like sports uh, uh, writers and, and, and uh, you know, sports analysts and things like that. They have multiple TVs in one room and they can get away with it because that's their job. Yeah, that's a little more niche, I think. Yeah, yeah my wife's like, you're not going to watch The Mandalorian and Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back all at the same time. I'm like, why not? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm not because I don't have three TVs. <laughs> now, granted, I could cheat because, I mean, I could watch one on my laptop, one on my TV, and one on my iPad. But I, I, I can't pull that off. i got too many dogs who would jump on me and, and ruin it anyways. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it's crazy to think. I mean, I know for, for a fact, the little dude always has something running on Netflix while he's playing games. And I'm like, there's no way you can actually be paying attention to what's going on in like the, the show that you have just off on the side. Oh <laughs> my God, dude, I do it all the time where like I, I'll have something on and then I'll open up my laptop for, for something for a few minutes uh-huh. and then I'll, I'll just have to like back up the TV. I'm like, I, okay, I have no idea what just happened. I got to go yeah. back. <laughs> so it's like, I might as well have paused it. <laughs> yeah. Happens to me all the time too. So I'm like, I don't know either, either the next generation just has a, a wider, you know, number of attentive molecules in their brain working, or I'm just dumb. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> I know we got off on a bit of a side tangent there, but let, let's, let's kind of shift back to WandaVision. If you don't yeah. mind. It's all about the mind. <laughs> um, another another theory that I'm I'm, I'm kind of curious about your thoughts on is is sort of this idea that uh, perhaps in an attempt to resurrect the vision, uh-huh. uh, Scarlet Witch has used her powers and and recreated the Mind Stone. Are you familiar with this this notion? No, I hadn't heard this theory. I don't know much about it, uh, but it's it's one of the theories that in, in that in the process of uh, remaking the the Mind Stone, that they're actually in the Mind Stone, mm, and like interesting. The, the hex is sort of like this physical embodiment of being in the Mind Stone. Hmm, that's definitely a possibility. I I guess. Um, I wonder if the hex is any reference to that. Was the Mind Stone? It wasn't exactly hexagonal, was it? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. They never really got into the geometry of these things. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. I maybe that would be too blatant of a hint, but uh, you know, it could be. Um, if it is trying to be reformed, I guess that's one way of going about it. Yeah, um, I'll say that one of the reasons, my my big reason for not buying into this, and by the way, just for the for for the sake of argument, I want to say, I'm I'm stating my opinions. Uh, my opinion can be dead wrong <laughs> okay <laughs> and i'm not trying to poop on anybody else who buys into the other theories you may turn out to be 100 percent correct and and sure. we will we will freely acknowledge that when if and when the time comes yeah uh but my sort of my I, and I'm, I'm curious what other people think about this idea but 
you know, we just had Infinity War. Yeah. Isn't it time to let the stones rest for a little bit? <laughs> yeah, you'd think. I mean, after the last one, it's more or less time to let him go. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like... And, and, you know, I mentioned Mephisto's sort of a cheat, um, but so's having the stones all of a sudden, you know? I mean, the, you know, the, the time stone, the mind stone, the stone of power, I mean, all these things. It's like, mm, maybe we just let that lie for a little bit. Yeah. Let it, let I mean, go. I guess they're still there. I mean... And, and, yeah, in some form. I mean, we... we t- you know, we, we assume Cap put them all back in the right place, but we don't really know. <laughs> yeah, they, they still all exist in their proper place in the timeline. We just don't know where they are now. You know? Right. So, you know, so obviously there, there's some, some speculation, obviously because of Vision's so uh, connected to the Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm Again, I'm not crazy about the theory just because I, the, I think the stones need to have a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it kind of seems... I don't know, a bit of a, just kind of backtracking on where we've already been. I mean, it was kind of like, you know, Cap's last, you know, last goal, last uh, mission that he had was putting those stones back. And that was it, you know? So to kind of make that last mission of his to have some loose ends seems, I don't know, kind of weird, right? Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Let them rest. Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely a fan of that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we're okay for a little while without uh, without the stones being the, the sole reason that the, that the freaking show exists. Or that sure. the, you know, the MCU exists. You know, they, I think this next phase of Marvel will be about uh, a, a whole new threat, a whole new, you know, whatever. And, and and we'll we'll get we'll get to give the the stones a, a chance to to you know be left alone for a little bit. <laughs> All right, let me ask. Yeah, ideally. Let me ask you about this. Um, I'm not sure, I'm not sure if this is a, a theory necessarily as much as um uh just your two cents like when this show ends when when we get our final three or four episodes or whatever it is I I can't remember <laughs> it's eight or nine um. Will Vision be alive? Oh, oh man. That is a good question. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, everyone wants him to be, but moving forward, I don't know. It kind of seems like uh, there's not a lot of place for him outside of that uh, that relationship with Wanda, I guess. It was like... Vision was, as a character, just learning to be human, right? So it seems like he's kind of reaching that goal in everything he's doing in the show. So beyond that, I don't know what to do with his character or, like, where we would take it from there, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I I think, you know, what we've seen so far from his character is really cool. Uh, you know, just that that development in humanity, you know, learning to be just a regular human like everyone else. But um, uh, I don't know. It just, I think it would just be one more reason that, you know, people, an, an argument against Marvel can sometimes be, or like MCU at least, is that there's not a lot of permanence to a lot of the, uh, deaths or actions made, you know? So it would kind of just be like one more backtrack to bring him back, 
permanently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if that's the way that they're going to take it or that they should take it. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And, uh, you know, his death was significant uh, mm-hmm. in Infinity War. And, you know, they, they kind of loopholed Gamora out of death uh, in mm-hmm. Endgame. So I don't I don't know if you can do that again without drawing some, some criticism. Yeah. Uh, I... I don't know how I feel about it. I think Vision stays dead. Yeah. I think this is a show about about Wanda's grief and her coming to terms with that grief and that and that Vision is gone and and can't be, you know, resurrected. Sure. Um, but again, like I said before, that's just my opinion. I could be dead wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know what we may find. I, <laughs> Well, Jesus Christ! I just thought of it again. But I mean, if if we're now if now we're dealing with multiverses, yeah. I mean, who's to say that a, a vision from a different multiverse doesn't come over to this reality? I mean, I, I <laughs> we, we're we're in some uh, uh some quicksand here, buddy. We you know. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, rabbit holes we can go down on on this path. Yeah, yeah. The the multiverse thing, it kind of makes us. You can do whatever at this point. So. <laughs> it's, you know what they call the next Doctor Strange? The multiverse of madness. <laughs> what is that? Because we're gonna be pulling our fucking hair out. <laughs> like, yeah. What is yeah, happening? <laughs> I hope so. No, it's gonna don't and don't I don't get that don't don't anyone get that twisted. I'm I'm excited for uh, uh, Marvel to explore their multiverse and, and and stuff like that. I think it's gonna be a fun fun time. Yeah. Uh, I but I yeah like you said I I am curious about like this one and let, I mean let's for argument's sake let's let's just say it's this Marvel six one six universe like. Yeah. Let's just, you know, I want to know what's going on in this. This, this is the multiverse that I care about. This one right here. This is the the one Marvel universe that I give a shit about. Sure. So let me know what's going to happen with Vision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I think Vision stays dead, but what do I know? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's kind of, uh, we've, we've seen the implication that he is dead and he's just kind of, I don't know, somehow reanimated by her magic. Yeah. So and, I don't know. Well, and another thought is is and this kind of ties back into like is someone else pulling the strings here, for, or, or um, at the very least, sort of uh, manipulating Wanda and her powers. But you know, they they talked about it in in this episode how Wanda's power set is like way more amplified than we've seen before. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I, I guess I, I really am just kind of curious. Like, it, do you think that's because she's been holding back this entire time, or because there is some sort of mastermind at play here there. I mean, honestly, I'm kind of leaning more on the sides that something is amping her up towards the dark side. (laughs) You know, it it seems to be going along those lines because it is weird that all of her power is just kind of, uh, amped up out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I know we, we kind of got a, we got a hint of it in end game, you know, just kind of that, uh, when she went up against Thanos, so that well, was it, cool to see. They even they even talked about that in, in in the episode about how she could have. They think they think that you know with with her not holding back, her power set might have been enough to defeat yeah. Thanos on her own. So it, it it's, it's interesting to speculate. But you know, again, we've only seen a, t- a, a taste of that. You know, sure. so I don't know. I, I I'm I'm ex- I'm insanely curious. I don't have a good theory on that one or or some rationale. <laughs> I try to think of some characters uh, who might. Uh, exist in the MCU that that could uh, you know kind of be like a, a power amplifier for her. Sure, but I, I also kind of like the idea of her having 
significant power underneath the surface that she just hasn't tapped into. Yeah, that's completely possible too. Because she she is a character who's gone through some stuff, and so she's a little bit traumatized about using her power. So maybe she's always kind of held back. Yeah. And again, this is why I, I, I this is why I kind of lean towards the, that. Uh, yes, this is her power set, and she's being manipulated. But we're not supposed to think that she's being manipulated just yet. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely possible. I was going to say though, one uh, slight qualm I had with the episode okay. was that kind of reference to seemingly everybody knowing exactly what happened during Endgame. It's like, what did they watch the movie too, or like, how did they know what happened on the battlefield? Like, it seems kind of weird that they had that much detail. I mean, you're kind of assuming that everybody was uh, fighting, doing their own thing, not really keeping track of where everyone else was. So for them to know that she went up against Thanos to that degree, like, how did they even know that, you know? That is a great question, Roger. <laughs> I mean, I, I would imagine there's, 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 um, like, field reports from, like, the surviving members of the Avengers that they probably had to, like, fill out a lot of paperwork. <laughs> it, yeah, I'm just trying to, like, figure out, like, who was the one that wrote, oh, yeah, and Wanda, she, like, almost whooped his ass, but, like, you know, he called down some missiles and shit, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think if there's a, um, I mean, obviously, you know, Earth was in bad shape, so I don't think there was any any sword orbital facilities observing. Uh, yeah. You know, any, any satellite imagery probably would have been uh, uh, scarce. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, there probably weren't any drones in the area. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. So I'm just trying to figure out who exactly said what. How did they even know that, like, Wanda was kicking that much ass? I mean, we all know as viewers, but it seems kind of weird that, like, they knew to that degree. It's like, oh, Wanda almost took him out. Uh, the only other person that came close was Captain Marvel, except blah, blah, blah. And right. you're just like, wait, that, that's a lot of detail for someone who wasn't there. Yeah, you know? no, actually, that's a really good point. And, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of something that, that they said uh, in a previous episode when they, when, they were, when they were just talking about Pietro. Uh-huh. I, I, was, I was kind of like, why is this common knowledge? But, you know, yeah. you know what do I know about the, you know, the information age in, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? <laughs> yeah, it just seems like, I mean, I guess we have to just understand that they're all, you know, members of S.W.O.R.D., so we're, we're assuming that everybody is kind of on the know of, like, all the Avengers and everything that's gone on uh, within them, but I don't know, it just seems like that level of detail was, like, a bit too much for me, but I would say that's probably the only real qualm I had with it. That was the only thing that, like, stuck out to me a little strangely. Yeah, and uh, the only reason why I, can, I, why I can think they know about maybe about Pietro and, and, and stuff is like maybe you know maybe the Sokovia Accords have more of a transparency to them for the actions of Avengers. I, I don't know. I, mm. You know, I, I never got a copy of the Sokovia Accords, so yeah, I, we're I still can't. Waiting. Yeah, I, I I ordered a copy, <laughs> uh, but you know I, I keep getting you know just government red tape. You know, I can't can't quite cut through that. Yeah, it's a little hard, but, you know, we got new leadership now. Maybe they'll come through. <laughs> Sleepy Joe, get him. Show, <laughs> show, show me that documentation. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, uh, I, I, I don't have a good answer for you on that, Roger. I think that's a real thinker right there. But I, I suspect, yeah, I suspect there's people in this wonderful listening audience who are definitely smarter than Roger and I. I hope so. Can you tell us why? 
<laughs> Everyone knows about Thanos and everything that was going on. I mean, I guess Thanos maybe was, was common knowledge. I mean, someone has to figure out. Someone probably had to go on TV and be like, all right, so uh, here's why 50% of the world is gone now. <laughs> there's this yeah, I'm sure giant there's purple guy who looked like Grimace with these magic <laughs> rocks on his fists. That would have been a hell of a press conference. I wish we could have seen that. <laughs> yeah, they kind of conveniently skipped that whole five years of interesting stuff. <laughs> you know what? Now that we are on it, I, I <laughs> it's it's like maybe the one knock I have about Avengers Endgame is like I was really I was really bummed about the five year time jump. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Uh, I want to get something else out there on the record for for WandaVision. I'm going to get us back on track here. Uh, and I also want to know your two cents. Uh, also, because I'm not 100% sure how familiar you are with this concept. Um, okay. Do you know the Young Avengers? Uh, I think so. I, I remember seeing like an animated uh, movie of them a long time ago, back in college. But... Uh... Not too much more beyond that. Well, I am very much of the opinion that we are getting the dawn of the Young Avengers uh, with these Disney Plus shows coming. Uh Uh, uh, And and this one in particular, because key members of the Young Avengers are are the twins. Mm. Uh, Wanda and and, 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 uh, the Vision's children are, are key members of the Young Avengers. Interesting. Billy and Tommy are, are founding members of this organization. Uh, so I will be curious if at the end of this, whether at the end of the show or you know, possibly continuing on into Doctor Strange, we mm-hmm. see uh, teenage versions of Billy and Tommy make their way on screen because another member of the Young Avengers mm-hmm. would be Cassie Lang, Scott yeah. Lang's teenage daughter, who we've seen. Yeah. She exists in the new timeline. The Hawkeye show that's coming is supposed uh-huh. to feature Kate Bishop, another member of the Young Avengers. Hmm. We are also going to get... Well, I don't know how spoilery I want to get, but there's something coming that will co- that will connect with, the, with possibly the Dawn of Iron Lad if they wanted to go that direction. Huh. Um... So I, I I'm really intrigued by by the idea that the the young Avengers are coming together via these Disney Plus shows. I, I would not be shocked if Miss Marvel is part of that. Uh, yeah. And and a couple of other other characters seem to be seem to be poised to make their debuts uh, in in these Disney Plus shows, ushering in the age of the young Avengers. Hmm. Well, that will be interesting. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, I really only saw that one series, so I'm not too familiar with any of the uh, comic book lore behind it but yeah it would be interesting to see about how old are they in uh in the young avengers series are, are we talking like 16 to 18 kind of yeah, they're, they're, they're they're teens yeah you know uh uh dangerous enough, enough to be horny <laughs> so you know you, you get all those those teen romance drama stuff yeah that does happen yeah uh, I, I and since we're since we're talking about that and and anyone who's still listening to us after after this just barrage of nonsense that we've gone through, um, <laughs> uh, I, I I highly recommend anyone to check out the Young Avengers comic books, uh, specifically the 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 first uh, couple volumes. Uh, they're written uh, written by Alan Heinberg and drawn by uh, Jim Chung. They are fantastic. They're really really good. 
I didn't want to like him. I went into him with a bad attitude, and I was yeah. won over by the end of the first issue. I was like, I was wrong. This is good. Wow. And and uh, for anyone who recognizes the name Alan Heinberg, he's the guy who helped write the first Wonder Woman movie, a.k.a. the good Wonder Woman movie. <laughs> so, yep. yeah, he's got some comic book love, and they do, like I said, the first couple of volumes are really good. And I'm going to, I recently acquired uh, the most recent volume of Young Avengers, which has got a few new characters in it. And I will, I will be checking that out because I think, like I said, I think we're we're in the dawn of the new Young Avengers. Hmm. Yeah, dude, that would be a that'd be an interesting way for them to go. I mean, they are kind of issuing in a bunch of new characters that we haven't uh, had much. Uh, well, I mean, they're new. They were just born, a couple of them. So <laughs> <laughs> we have nothing to go off of. So well, be yeah, and with, with with the way they're aging up, though, they'll be they'll be catch, they'll be hanging on Cassie Lang before you know it. <laughs> there you go yeah which is kind of another weird thing like i didn't realize that they were established characters myself i i don't know why i didn't make the connection but uh yeah i mean it is weird that they've literally only been alive for a couple days <laughs> i mean so i don't know they, they really don't have much character development going on i don't know what's going on there so wait we'll, we'll see I, I i do think it i i would not be shocked to see marvel taking advantage of Disney Plus now to, yeah. to usher in these characters and so that you know obviously you know 10 11 years ago when, when the MCU was first starting out we had we, we we only had movies available so we had to have you know the the Iron Man movie the the cat movie the Thor movie to yeah. to kind of bring the Avengers together you know you kind of had like oh, I, I don't mean this to be diminishing by any by any means but basically you had like three prequels to yeah. get to Avengers now you have Disney Plus you can do all that, all that character work, all that setup, on these shows, and then you can just go into your Young Avengers movie, and everyone knows who they are. That's true. So I, you know, I don't know. I, I could be way off base here. <laughs> I like to think I'm right, but then again, <laughs> as as we know, ah, I'm probably batting five hundred on right and wrong on this podcast. So <laughs> I don't know, but uh, you know. Just to bring it home again, I'm really, 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 really enjoying the show. I'm yeah. excited for more uh, uh, information, more revelations, you know, yeah. more, more what's going on here. You know, uh, if it is Wanda as the big bad, I'm okay with that. I just, I, it, it seems like they want us to go one direction, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of trying not to go in the direction they're leading me in because I think they're, they're going to yank the rug out from under us. Yeah, it just seems too obvious, right? So, I don't know. Then again... What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the twist is that there is no twist at all. Exactly, exactly. Wouldn't that be that be like the ultimate Marvel move to like you know, you know, zig when I want to zag, and they they just, they just go straight ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's possible. Oh man, but yeah, ooh, what a good show! I'm really having fun with it. And uh, you know, I don't know if you watched the Super Bowl, but they had a little teaser for some more Fa uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, and so I'm excited yeah. for that too. Yeah, that looks pretty fun. Ooh, ooh, I can't wait for that one. And that one should be fun. That one's gonna be more straightforward. Good guys, bad guys. <laughs> so yeah, I think so. Although I am kind of sad that Winter Soldier cut his hair, but I guess that was bound to happen. You know what? I was a little bit too, especially in the in the age of COVID, where I'm I don't really want to go to the barber shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now of all times, he should have had long hair. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I I think at the moment I'm rocking his old hairstyle. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> That or uh, uh, Kurt Russell from Big Trouble in Little China. I, one of them. I'm not quite sure which one. <laughs> well, you do have the hat. So. I, well, I need the hat or else the hair just be in the face. 
Just, it's <laughs> atrocious. I don't have a hairnet ready, so. Uh, okay. No do rag. <laughs> I'm not much of a do rag guy, Raj. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's not a look I've mastered, you know. <laughs> oh man, I don't. So I don't. I got nothing else to say. I don't think. I don't. I think we hit everything I wanted to get on. Are, are you? Are you still got anything off? You want to get off your chest? No, I think I mentioned my only qualm, and uh, you know, it's it's definitely a show that won me over. Uh, I was a little. Uh, I guess hesitant after the first three episodes, I knew there was something there, but it was kind of a slow build. But in the end, I am really enjoying it. So definitely recommended. The only thing that would make this show uh, just be like the best thing ever. Uh-huh. Okay, so hold on. Let me let me kind of put. I, I didn't phrase that the right way. What? <laughs> <laughs> what would tickle me the most? Mm-hmm. What would fill me with so much glee and delight? Yeah, is if we when we pull back and we, and we find out that oh oh Wanda is being manipulated. There are outside influences, and and we can go back to like that that old rumor of AIM. You know mm-hmm. the the advanced idea mechanics. Uh, yeah. You know, kind of pulling the strings, you know, trying to do some new technological thing to manipulate her to power something or other. And uh-huh. then and then and then we pull back and we pull back and we see the mastermind behind AIM, and we 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 get. We get Modoc. <laughs> Are you familiar Wait, with Modoc? Kevin Feige. <laughs> do, you, do you know Modoc? I'm familiar with Modoc, yeah. Modoc is the best. Let's be honest. He is a giant floating head <laughs> with <laughs> uh, with uh, metal arms and legs, uh, you know, for his appendages. And Modoc is an acronym. An acronym, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, and depending on, on who you, you ask, it is a mobile organism designed only for killing. <laughs> <laughs> they took out the uh, F, but, you know, we'll, we'll give it to them. <laughs> yeah, the, the F is silent. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be Modoc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he sounds very European. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they thought it sounded too cool, so they took out the F. <laughs> yeah, but he's a giant floating head. <laughs> and <laughs> if we pulled back and saw Modoc is the one manipulating this whole situation... I, I think my mind would explode in, in a good way, like just full of joy. It'd be like a, a mind orgasm. Oh, man, you know, there is definitely a possibility it could be MODOK uh, because <laughs> I know, you know, it, it's weird to say, but for, uh, I don't know if you remember the old uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 game. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's why you know MODOK. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. So I know primarily from there. But I know one of the reasons is uh, like that he was in the game. I know Marvel only licensed certain characters for that game, and they were like, "We only want you to use like the certain characters that I guess are going to be relevant coming oh, up." Oh, interesting. So that's why they added Rocket Raccoon. They added Doctor Strange, but Modok was in there too. You know, so it's kind of like, why is he here? And we haven't seen anything done with Modoc, so there is a possibility that you know he's there. Yeah, I you know that would blow my mind. I'm not gonna lie. And <laughs> and uh, listen, I'll be honest now. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it now. If I don't get Modoc in this show, I want Modoc in Winter Soldier and Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> we need Modoc, damn it. Yeah, we find out Modoc's pulling the strings in that show because <laughs> I want that giant floating head on my television. That would be the the final twist right there. <laughs> I'll have to go go onto a subreddit now and, and see if there's a Modoc theory. Oh, there has to be. <laughs> well, if not, I'm going to write it. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh man all right so i think that gosh i think that wraps it up i'm trying to yep. think if, if i if i gloss over anything i know we didn't, we didn't talk too much about about uh agnes on the show the Catherine hahn character um mm-hmm. we didn't talk too much about the twins and their aging uh, just a little bit yeah um but i i again in the kind of context of the show in the context of of wanda as a grieving character mm-hmm. uh a lot of it, it there's a there's a lot to kind of parse through on this, on this episode. If you if you've only watched it once, I definitely urge you to go back and watch it again, uh, yeah. because there is a lot to kind of get go through and and you know especially after you see how it ends, yeah. You know, going back and, and kind of reexamining the episode through the lens of you know what's coming mm-hmm. is is very very interesting. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, I think that I think that wraps us up, Raj. Uh, any 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 closing thoughts for the good people? Um, well, you know, if you're listening to this already, you're already watching WandaVision. I mean, let's be real here. So, um, you know, I guess you'll just be waiting there like we are for the uh, next episode. Do you know when that one's coming out? It should be Friday. Okay. I thought, uh, I thought they were doing like a mid-season finale type thing for some reason, but I guess that was, uh, something else or I misunderstood. No, it should be, should be 12.01 AM West Coast time. <laughs> And I trust me, I know people staying up that late to watch it, so don't worry. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not one of them. I just get up early to watch it. There you <laughs> so, go. And then I, I then I have to go to work and be like, I can't tell anyone what I just saw. It was too good. <laughs> I I, mean, I don't know if you know how hard it is to 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 watch like an episode like this past week's, and then mm-hmm. go to your job where you know multiple people multiple people who watch the show, but they yeah. don't watch it until either that night or the next morning or the next day, you know? Yeah. And not be able to say anything. And you're just like, could you, could you go home at your lunch break and, and watch it or just, you know, like pull it up on your phone or something? Cause I need to talk about yeah, it. We, we, we need a chat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it never works, Roger. I never get anywhere with it. <laughs> oh, well, I just well, keep all these secrets to what... myself. And then I, I call you and we have to do a podcast. So I can, I can get it out of my body. <laughs> Well, at least it's there now. Oh boy! All right. Well, we did it. We did it. We 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 talked for. A, I mean, we were pretty on point most of the episode. I mean, so we spent most of an hour talking about One Division episode five. My goodness. Yeah, I think we did a good job. I think we did a great <laughs> job, Roger. Thank you so much for joining me as usual. Yeah. Uh, you are a tour de force, and uh, <laughs> you know you're even more uh, coherent and, and cogent when you're not uh, on special brownies and special muffins. <laughs> <laughs> that's how i like to stay <laughs> all right my friend well, well we'll be back soon i'm assuming we're doing episode six next week so hey take take notes oh yeah <laughs> we'll do all right buddy later later you're bleeding man i ain't got time to bleed hey here we are we're back in the tom cave uh which is uh, tucked away in a secret corner in westview new jersey uh, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. It got a little wild. It got a little uh, off the tracks, a little off the rails, if you will. But uh, a fun one. We got to, you know, we got to do something on the show that we don't do too often, which was uh, speculate wildly about the future of the show. Uh, and listen, it is a little fun. And I, but I do, t- I do stand by my claim that uh, uh, some lines of dialogue in the show are being completely overanalyzed for 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 clues and hints about what is going on. And, you know, that, that's the risk you run when you have a show that's sort of a mystery box show. 
Um, but for the fans who are doing that stuff and who are really, really into all those theories and going online and, and, and researching and digging it up and posting about it, you know what? More power to you. I'm not, I am not trying to knock you at all. I just, uh, that's just not my cup of tea. It's not my bag necessarily. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I am happy that everyone is, is so invested in the show that they want to go to those links to, to kind of explore, uh, every piece of minutia on the show. But I'm I'm really invested now in my Modoc theory. I'm going all in on Modoc because, come on, if you if you don't know who Modoc is, Google it. And remember, it's an acronym, so put the little dots between the M and the O, <laughs> and all the rest of the letters. All right, and just spell Modoc. Okay, it, it, you spell it like you say it. Giant floating head with little teeny tiny arms and legs. I want to see that in real life before I die. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that is a modok is a comic book character that uh you know i am from a day and age when comic book tv shows and movies were such a foreign concept such such an uh a uh, uh, completely foreign idea and when i say foreign i don't mean it in the way you think i mean it you know what i mean like out of this world no one's gonna do these things ever 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 and then you're like what if one day they made like a good Captain America movie. And that was all we wanted. That was our only expectation. We had no idea there'd be an entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. But you know, you think of the villains and you know, obviously with with like Cap, you go down the you go down the list and it's 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 Red Skull and it's Zemo and it, it's it's uh, all the guys from Hydra and AIM and you know Modoc way down the list. <laughs> way down the list. Give me Modoc. And again, like I said, if it's not on this show, Make it on, on Falcon and Winter Soldier. I want Modoc now, and that is all I'm going to say about that. I, I hope you all enjoyed the chat today with with the, the one, the only Jedi Raj. Uh, it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. A again, it, it was a lot of fun to kind of speculate a little bit, kind of get into you know what Roger's thinking about the show, what I'm thinking about the show, where we're going, what could happen. You know, the Young Avenger stuff. I maintain that as well. Uh, you know, the show is less and less, you know, uh, I think it was months, God, months and months ago, I, I thought that, or I, uh, I think I alluded to the, to the comic book series that Marvel had recently published called The Vision, uh, by, by, by Tom King and, and, you know, how there, there might be some, some material that was sort of, uh, the basis of WandaVision. And there's been some alluding to some of the things in the, in that comic book, but it's been very, 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 very different from that. Uh, in this case, I do think that reading the, the Young Avengers, if you can check out the, that original miniseries, uh, just the just read the first one. Um, I think you'd be hooked. And and like I said, you know Tommy and and Billy and Tommy Maximoff, kind of a big deal. So we may be witnessing the birthing birth of the Young Avengers. Excuse me. All right, and that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> so, again, thank you all so much for listening to this quality, independent... At least I assume it's quality. I believe it's quality. Quality, independent pop culture podcast. Uh, we are on social media at TomCastPopCast on Twitter and Instagram. Please email the show, TomCastPopCast at gmail.com. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and many, many more. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, and sharing the show with all your friends. That helps us out immensely. Please spread the word about the good stuff we're doing over here on the TomCast podcast. Uh, that will get you my eternal gratitude, which uh, you know has no cost in the, in the real world, but uh, in, in the spirit world will, will make you a rich, rich man or woman. 
Jesus. Rich person. A very rich person. And if you're on Apple Podcast, please take the time. Write us so sweet, sweet, sweet. Five-star reviews. And if you want to help keep the show afloat, like so many members of Poppet Nation are doing currently, you could head over to patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast, where you can join the nation and gain access to amazing, amazingly entertaining bonus content. Thank you to our current Aspen... Jeez. Uh, Thank you to our current Patreons, the Aspenil Chody, the Batman of APOC, Jeff Nail, co-host of The Ringing Ear, a podcast about ears that ring. Or just music. Either way. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles, the Squid Master General, Brian Broussard, the New, Jer- the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer, and our very own Joker and Harley Quinn, Brian and Krista of Pariah Brewing. I want to thank you all so much from the bottom of my heart. And uh, and uh, you're all the best. You're all the best. That's all that matters. Remember, we are part of the 3 the 3BZ Network of Podcasts. <laughs> Head over to our website. Check out the links to all the shows on the, on the network. Beer Night in San Diego, the TomCast Popcast, and MandoVision. Also check out our store Envy page if you want to buy sweet merchandise. A lot of it has my face. Sorry. Not sorry. But rock it anyways. You know what? Or just rock it. Rock my face all over town. What else? What else could it? You can't ask for anything better. You can't. All right. <laughs> Thank you all so much. We're going to be back next week, as you know, as always. And I, I suspect we'll be, be diving deep into episode six of WandaVision. And, uh, you know, if, there, if, if there's any breaking pop culture news, we'll cover that too, whether on that episode or before. We'll see how big the news is. But hey, new shows coming all the time. You can bank on it. Set your podcast alarm to it. New episodes at least every Monday, maybe even Thursday. We'll see what happens this week. Hey, if there's news, we're going to cover it. Don't worry. Thank you all so much for listening. My name is Tom. This has been the TomCast Podcast episode... Uh, reviewing episode five of WandaVision. We'll be back next week. Ciao, babes. Great story. Compelling and rich. We're not going to be fucking sunk this year. We're the Stanley Cup champions.